Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Well, hello, folks. Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast. I'm Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And uh, we work for a company called JSL Solutions, which brings you mobile apps as well as streaming video, as well as uh, interactive websites and church management tools. And uh, we produce this podcast once a week, and we talk about things that are technical, but not always technical stuff. We've covered already a couple of different subjects. This is our episode number three. So, Steve, what are we going to talk about today? Today, we're going to talk about making your services more interactive. I think that's a really important topic because we are living in a world today that is very interactive. In fact, uh, People just in general, if you take away technology, if you take away social media, most people want to have some form of interactivity. In my opinion, it comes down to relationship. All right. And and so people are, are looking to, to – they may not be uh, uh, extroverts that want to be all over the place, but even introverts like myself you know, want to have some interactivity with, with certain people that I gel with, that I connect with. And, and I think people that, that go into the, your church – uh, most of them want the same thing. Right. I agree. So uh, let's talk a little bit about this from a different, several different angles here. Uh, you know, most church stuff that I have, you know, when I was kind of brought up, so to speak, uh, as a young adult in church, it was pretty much a one-way conversation. You walked in the door, you you know, you, had, you were greeted, you obviously had your friends there. But then when you sat down uh, in the worship center, in the sanctuary, whatever you want to call it, the room where the pastor got up and spoke, the dialogue was pretty much just one way, right? Just one way. You sat there, you, you, maybe they had you sing a hymnal or sing some of the songs and maybe the pastor would have you that let's read this verse together. But then that was pretty much it, right? Yeah. But today it is, it is so, I mean, with the introduction of technology, um, people are, I mean, we're watching, everyone's watching TV with more than one screen. I mean, there's the dual screen going on. There's, I went to my son's uh, high school graduation last night and just the use of phones uh, while something is going on is just so prevalent that people are doing their, their, uh, we get, we have short attention spans and and we want to, so people get bored, distracted very quickly. And there, there may be a tendency with some leaders, church leaders and pastors to say, well, that's just not the way it's going to be at my church, you know. But honestly, folks, uh, that's the way our society is going. So uh, at the risk of sounding kind of uh, compromising here, I think if, if you can't beat them, join them, so to speak. So you can actually use these use this interactive desire that people have and you could actually use it to your benefit and and to what you're doing at your church the benefit of the gospel. Right, exactly. I saw a stat this week, I, and I, I'm going to misquote it, but I think it was it was around 82% of people check their phone at least once every hour. <laughs> so all day long, every day, or checking their phone every yeah. hour. So. Well, it's like that if you're, if you're, you know, you could check Facebook, you check, you could check Twitter, you could check your check email. email. Right. And, and, uh, you know, look, everybody has 
a mobile device now. I mean, almost everybody has a smartphone. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's always beckoning your attention. Yeah, it is. And right or wrong, we're not saying it's totally right to do that. But how do you do this with your church? So uh, how can you get your church a little more interactive, your services more interactive, and, and how can you kind of use this to your benefit and to the benefit of your people coming? You, you right. want them to benefit. You want to encourage them. You want to better their life. So how do you do that? Right. All right. Well, let's just jump into it. You want to be relevant. All right. And by the way, let me throw this out, too, for those of you who are doubters. Uh, when Jesus was on the earth walking around, uh, did he always just hang out in a synagogue? No, he was no. out among the people. He was among the people. So he went where the people were. Marketplace was obviously the big deal. Right. And he was there constantly. Uh, he was at different places where people would meet, the, you know, the, the woman at the well. People would commonly go to the well to get their water. Uh, you know, different places around Israel. He would be at the places where people were at. And I think it's the same way with us. We need to be where people are at today. And if we're expecting them just to come to church, and that's how they're going to get whatever we want to tell them, I think we're wrong right. in, in just doing that exclusively. So that's my little side note there. You get that for free here on this, on this podcast. All right. So a couple ways you can be interactive, several ways actually here. We could talk about six or seven. But uh, uh, let's first of all start with what we do for a living. One of the things we do here is streaming video. Right. And, Steve, you've designed a platform so that when people uh, actually go online to watch a church service, it's not just video. Right. We, we try to replicate the experience that someone would have coming to church as best as possible. So taking, you know, some of the things that you're going to get when you, when you go to a church is you're going to, you're pulling the parking lot, walk through the front door, typically you're going to be greeted by somebody that's there. You're going to be shown, you know, here's where the kids area is. Here's where the sanctuary is. Do you have any questions? That sort of thing. Um, and so, and you'll be you'll be handed an activity guide. You may be given some information on the sermon notes for the teaching, that sort of thing. So, we just what we've tried to do with our product was just try to create or try to simulate that environment so that people know when you arrive. Um, we've got tools in there for either web hosts or others to you know say, hey Phil, how's it going today, and answer any questions, that sort of thing. So. And so to, to be interactive online, you can use these tools. And, and by the way, if you, if you want to check out the website, we're not trying to sell stuff here, but if you're trying to, if you're interested in what we do, just go to streamingchurch.tv, streamingchurch.tv, and you can see some examples there on platforms right. and all that. And it's very, very highly customizable too, by the way. So, uh, so people would log on and so that they're not just seeing video. Uh, there's somebody that theoretically should be there to greet them. So you would designate a web host, a church online pastor, so to speak, uh, somebody that, that would just kind of be there monitoring the chat and, and, and to greet somebody and say, hey, thanks for joining us. Right, exactly. And there's you know, not all the churches subscribe to that, to that model, but we, we feel it's important to yeah. provide that interactivity. And plus, you, you also have other uh, tools on that platform itself so that people can, uh, which, it, which the own church can the, the church themselves can customize it. So if, if, if uh, people, if, if they want people to see their Facebook page, again, interactivity there. If they want people to, to you know, uh, follow them on Twitter, that's an option. Uh, in fact, almost anything, you can put a link on there. Right. And, you know, one of the concerns, just talking about some of the people that aren't interested in 
you know, having the interactive pieces of it. I mean, interactivity does introduce some risk. I mean, as we get into all of these elements, you mentioned that, you know, it used to be a one-way delivery, and that was actually a very safe environment for the church. The interactivity is going to, you know, provide some risk because if to, in order to interact, you're going to get some feedback from the people, um, you know, with the chat room and that sort of thing. So you want to, you want to make sure that you have, um, you know, control of the situation to address any of the risks that may occur. Um, so, and and you've got you've built in tools to do that. I mean, you can actually, if you really want to, you can block somebody. Yeah, and somebody can... like Omar from yeah. like last week, right? <laughs> I was doing some testing, and I couldn't chat with Steve. We were testing something on a, one of our platforms, and like it wouldn't let me chat. It wouldn't. I couldn't get in, and I was like, "What's the problem here?" And I thought it was my own computer, and then I tried you... two other computers. Yes, every everywhere he went, it was. I was like, "Oh my gosh, can't figure this out." And then I think I tried to private message you using the the chat platform and it said you've been blocked (laughs) oh that's why i was blocked (laughs) and uh, i use omar sometimes as a just a so if you ever see me on one of your those of you who are subscribers to streamingchurch.tv if you ever see me on your platform and it's omar it's that's my joke it's a little it's a little inside joke but uh yeah so you know so even us even us great highly technical guys it took us probably what 10 minutes to figure that figure out, out. Oh, yeah. we need to yeah. yeah. block omar oh uh, you blocked somebody blocked me i probably blocked myself one time all right so uh so again you, yeah there's risk i mean there's always risk involved but uh you again you've got safeguards built in so that you know you can block people or whatever and and honestly if somebody wants to harass you they're gonna you know, they'll send emails or, you know, stand outside your church with a sign or right, something, yeah. you know, if they really, if they really hate you or something, you know. So, all right. So, so uh, again, interactivity is what we're talking about today. How do you make your church services more interactive? And we, we touched on streaming here. Mm-hmm. And so let's kind of move on here a little bit. What, what if somebody doesn't stream online? Well, there's, yeah, there's several other things you can do. I mean, using, Using your website or using just other uh, tools out there, uh, one of the things you can do is put together a, a discussion forum or start a blog so you can have um, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. Blogs are really good things, and the problem with blogs is you, you really have to be consistent. And blogs can actually help you get found. Your SEO, especially if you have a blog on your website somewhere, uh, it will help search engines will find you if you keep putting fresh material on there. So it's a great tool, and it's a great tool for interactive discussions because right. you can your pastor or one of your leaders can, can consistently blog and talk about things and, and open it up for comments. Yeah, and people and, can comment, yeah. and then you can start a whole thread there. And, and again, with the safeguard piece, you, you're in control because right. you control your blog. You can, so if you get yeah. some inappropriate comments, you can go in there and remove them. Yeah, absolutely. But, but again, it, it's, it's uh blogging would be, you need to be consistent at it. If you just blog once and you don't do it very often, you know, you're not going to get traffic. And, and again, this can help. So l- let's talk for a moment about, okay, let's say you're actually inside the worship center, inside the sanctuary. How can you get more interactive without, you know, Shouting amen, which some churches do that, and that's fine. But but how can you get more interactive within the actual context of the actual church service? Right. Well, there's there's several ideas. I mean, we've gone through. I mean, you know, obvious ones that teachers that pastors are going to use is you know, let's not show of hands and that sort of thing. Right. One of the things that we've been doing at our church for a very long time, and I've start, I started seeing uh, other references to other churches doing it as well is um, we take advantage of 
the phone and that people have the ability to text or message people will post a um, a text message phone number and the pastor will start the service off asking an open-ended question and it may be um, just kind of a silly thing or it may be you know they all tied the questions all tie into whatever the message is about but he'll ask you know what was um, you know the greatest moment you had with your dad or uh, the most embarrassing event in your life you know whatever it would be it ties into the, the message and you know we just did a series on fight um, so i think he said you know what was a uh, as a kid a fight that you got into that you knew you never should have done or that hmm. sort of thing so you guys talk to so you guys promote fighting at your churches yeah. what you guys do? <laughs> and so the what the way it works at, at uh, our church is basically post a question and post a phone number and say hey text me um facebook twitter whatever get back or the or the church online people they type in the chat room the response to the question okay so so let me stop for a moment here all right so let's say you're doing that and uh, you you put up a slide or something that says text us with you know here's the question you know what was your favorite thing to do as a kid with your dad or something since father's day is around here and and so somebody so they let's say they text in so who gets those who gets that information and how do how do you get it to whoever needs to get yeah, it so what we, what we do at our church is We'll have actually several avenues to get the responses back in, but the text messages come to a phone and um, the chat will come to a certain area. And basically what we do is we channel all those and there's a, uh, an individual kind of behind the scenes that's that's looking at what's coming in and then he'll forward. Actually, I think he just sends a text message now up to the pastor's phone. So before the end of the message. He'll have a you know, bunch of text messages waiting for him on his phone, and he'll pull his phone out. In the past, we posted them to um, using Google Voice, and so it comes up on a computer screen that he has access to. Okay. So then so, he'll, he'll read. Yeah, so he'll read the responses at the end of the message to the audience, you know, back to the audience. And so one of the things that really reinforces it, it gives it gives the ability, it gives a voice to the people that are attending. And it's kind of neat to hear your response read back to the congregation. You know, basically go to the end of the service. I said, beginning of the service, I asked you about anything you did with your dad. And I got this, you know, here's one. And he'll read it out. And, and that, you know, it, it ties into the message and kind of reinforces the message. And it also gives the people to people the ability to um, participate. Yeah, and again, we're talking about interactivity here and how you can make your, your services more interactive because we do live in a culture today that's very interactive, especially with their mobile devices. So, my, and my church does that too, Steve. We, we do that, and I probably stole it from you guys, but it, it is good, and it's 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 very interactive. And and uh, depending on the culture of your church, and again, and we we said this last week, we know that that as we're you're listening to this podcast, your church may be different than ours probably is and there's a wide range of different culture church cultures so to speak out there uh that that we know that uh, listen to us and even use our products so it's going to be a little different depending on your culture but i still think you could do it i mean my church is is different than yours but there's still a a a thread of humor at least in my group and i know it's in, in your group because i used to be a part of, of a live church it, it's humor is a huge deal and, and we use humor and you guys use humor right. in your messages all the time and uh you know people love that and so you're always going to get some smart alecks that will 
text something in, and usually it's fine. It's just funny. But again, you can monitor. Uh, now this is where it's a little tricky, and that is, you know, you might have to have somebody that's fielding the text messages or whatever the responses are, and maybe filtering those a little bit. Oh yeah, so yeah, that I you mentioned. don't number one overwhelm the poor guy that's giving a message with so many. Right. And then there may be some that I don't know, maybe inappropriate or. Maybe you just don't want to read yeah, it. Or you get some yeah. duplicates and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, so you probably want to filter that. But we, I mean, you know, again, I was involved at your church for years, and sometimes we would play tricks on Jeff yeah. Love and, and send him yeah. something. And the pastor also jokes about if you don't know anything about texting, then grab a 14-year-old kid sitting in the congregation somewhere. And exactly. They'll, they'll show you how to do it. Yeah, and, and but we would send him stuff, and he, he would, sometimes we'd get him to read it. And he, in, in the middle of him reading it, he would he realize, realized. I shouldn't be reading this. <laughs> So again, it's, it's all it depends on the culture of your church and the humor that you use. Hopefully you have some humor in your church, uh, you know, to some degree. So, so I, I think that's a great tool for interactivity and you don't have to st- do streaming video to do it. You don't right. have to do blogs. It, it's a, it's a free, it's a free deal. You just get someone to volunteer, you know, their phone number or whatever, and, or some, you set one up right. and, uh, yeah, there's no cost and. It's got a, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's a good idea, I think. So let's, as we continue to talk about interactivity, uh, there's, there's things out there, but l- let's talk a little bit about mobile apps because mobile apps really do help, uh, in this area of interactivity. Right. Well, we, I was going to, you know, digress just a little bit and talking about, you know, we, we've kind of been in this culture of, uh, how to become more interactive in the church. And so we, took an approach to actually develop an app that would bring a level of interactivity into the, the service as well. So there's, I mean, not, not to delve too deep into the app, but there's things that, that we thought would be, um, that would reinforce this notion as churches become more and more interactive. So there's things, and you can do these through other apps as well, like checking into the service. You can check in, you can set up a Facebook place or a Foursquare place. And um, at our church, the one of the, the key guys was setting up QR codes, which are the funny looking codes that you can scan and, and check in that way. Um, but um, within the app, you, there's I, there's the ability to um, check in. There's ability to participate in polls so that not only are you asking a text question that you want a response to, but you can get you can say, let's you know have everybody participate and let's get some stats on. You could provide a, a poll question. You so know, you do surveys ABC. right there and get and get real results. Yes, yeah. So you can say, okay, guys, uh, NBA playoffs are underway. Is it uh, Pacers or the Heat that you're pulling for right do, now? Do, Just, do Christians watch the NBA? No, never. Yeah, so, never. but I mean, whatever it may yeah, be. I understand. Yeah, right. And you can sure. plot the charts and graphs. And you know, I've got 25 people responded, and it looks like we are a Pacers audience here but yeah, whatever it may be whatever whatever that you can put over whatever questions in that. well and, and of course you're talking about the app that, that you've developed church app live right which which uh and again we don't want to be self-serving but we will be uh <laughs> it, it is a great app and it's it's got some great interactivity features in it uh, like you mentioned and and there's even uh i mean for, for there's people that, that Go ahead. You can well, there was the it. teaching challenge as well. Right. You know, kind of ties into the poll piece as well, but you can also uh, put together some questions that re- relate to your message and have people um, take the teaching challenge. And 
you actually they'll get scored on how well they do, and you'll also have uh, access to information on how well your message was. Now, and absorbed. I was going to mention that there are some churches that are using scores, and they're keeping score when they do this. I mean, yeah, there's everybody a, has to do this, but but there are some. Yeah, there's a gaming element built into the app that you can turn on or off, and so it'll give you know people yeah. points for participating, and they can compete with others in the church, and it yeah you know, creates a little fun little right. rivalry going on. Yeah. So I know there may be some church administrators listening to this podcast and they might say, well, that's just one more thing I've got to do. I've got to have to oversee, you know, I'm going to have to, you know, whatever, create content for any of these things we're talking about. I mean, not just the mobile right. Facebook or Twitter. You do need to, I mean, even with the text questions, it does take a little bit of effort. Yeah. But here, here my or point forethought. is, yeah, it, it, it takes a little bit of thought. It takes a little bit of effort, but my my thinking is it is worth it in the long run because you're you're creating avenues for people to connect and get interactive right and to connect so, and, you know we we've mentioned this in one of our podcasts people they can come to your church i think we did a podcast on how to attract and keep people well people you may get them in the door eventually but how are you going to keep them they've got to connect right. somehow some way with other people either through small groups or some you know make friends or something so uh, you know, you've got a lot to go going on as a church administrator or a church volunteer, but, uh, you know, you could always recruit some other people to help out to do some of these things too. But in my opinion, it's worth it in the long run because you're creating windows, so to speak, into your church where people could see in and say, yeah, I like that. And I, I want to be a part of something. Yeah. And it gets people out of their shell, I think too, to participate and, you know, interact a little bit, and then well, they become a little more open to you know, maybe talk with people, that sort of thing. You know, and I don't have any stats to prove this, but but I believe that one of the most active groups of people out there using tech and using these social media channels like Facebook and Twitter and, you know, these things we're talking about, chat platforms. And I don't have any stats to prove this, to back it up. I should probably do some research. But I would venture to say that probably over – 60% of them are introverts. Introverts are not the kind of people that will go to a party willingly. They'll be dragged there by their spouse or something, and, you know, they'll sit in a corner and find a friend, you know, maybe. And, and I'm not saying introverts aren't friendly people. They are. But uh, there's something about the Internet and, and connecting on different devices. I see more introverts there's a side of them oh, that, that, that I'll see that jumps into that, huh? that jump into that quicker sometimes than some of the extroverts. Oh, yeah, and that's be. another subject to talk about introverts and extroverts in your church. But, but uh, I just, that's again, that's a little side note there. So, yeah. so where were we? What are we talking about? So um, we're talking about uh, ways to make your service more interactive. So one of the things you had talked about was um, providing information on the message beforehand, right? Yeah, I, I think so, too. I think if you can get that information out there, and I, I realize, again, everybody's running around late, they're chasing their tail, their hair's on fire. But if you can get the message ahead of time, uh, if you're the actual pastor, hopefully you've got something prepared before Saturday night, uh, you know, hopefully. So if you've got an idea where you're going, you should post something like that, uh, either, again, on a blog, your own Facebook. church website. Yeah, or Facebook and yeah, and you could you could uh, invite some debate or talk about whatever you're going to yeah. be talking about as well. Yeah, and, and again, the the key to this is consistency, because I know some of you are saying, "Well, I tried that once, didn't work." 
Well, how many times have you tried it, and and how often are you doing it? You need to be consistent. Right. Uh, and so Google Plus, whatever you're doing, uh, start putting that stuff out, and then you know hopefully you're getting people who are in your congregation aware. Uh, you can even do it in your newsletter. You know, make them aware that hey, I'm I'm giving you some heads up on what we're going to talk about the next two or three weeks. I want your feedback, and then you list it. You know, list it in your bulletin, the program, or even you know, even the topic in your bulletin and give them a, a, a place where they can email or, or connect right. uh, to do that. So, I mean, these tools are out here. Again, you know, some people are saying, well, you know, we, we just know that's of the world. Well, again, Jesus was in the world and he connected with people in the world and he used things in the world to connect with people. Right. We need to be using social media to connect with people. Yeah, we should be using all the tools available to us to, to reach people. So, yeah, so I think it's a great idea. Uh, hopefully your church has a Facebook page and, and you're connecting and you're, you're posting on it on a regular basis and, and you have, you know, you have the links out there to it. So you, you want to make sure people in your own church are aware of the different channels you have. So you got to get that message out somehow and you have to keep saying over and over again. Right. Uh, you can't just say it so, once and then, so one of the things I've come across over the years has been, well, uh, I've got a more senior congregation, and so they don't get on computers and they don't have cell phones. And what uh, what's, what advice would you have for, for that group? What advice would I have for that personally? Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm going to tell you that, that, that that's not totally true, that there are senior people that are on the web, and, and they do have some types of cell phones and and the percentage is growing every day so uh i, I think that uh, to say that my i have a senior congregation and are not very active on social media that may be true but there's other things you can do so uh, again there's usually something you've got that you're giving them so if it's just a bulletin right all right well one of the things i wanted to emphasize was You've got to have these things in place so you can attract the younger crowd as well. So you want to, you, you don't want to, um, you know, even if your your congregation is, you know, they, you, you, I think you'll find as, and I've got testimony from lots of churches, you start to introduce these things. Um, the church is more capable than you had thought you may have originally anticipated. So right. just like you were saying earlier that, you know, they do have cell phones. They are getting on the web. They do have their Facebook accounts. Um uh, they are they are getting involved. Actually, the yeah, funny thing just last couple of weeks ago, the the older generation is getting on Facebook and driving off all the younger guys. So, <laughs> I had a cousin that was 93 years old that was on Facebook and oh, yeah. very active in emails, and, and uh, she was 93 years old. She just recently died, but yeah. yeah. So, and I think it's a good point. You, you know, you do want to attract younger people. And so you need to get moving on. Uh, we're, we're just about out of time here, Steve, but as we're talking about interactivity with, with how to get your services more interactive, we've talked about, you know, being uh, more active in your services. Uh, uh, you know, when you've done a big event or you've, you've had something special happen at your church, post some pictures. And again, you really should have some kind of a Facebook page or at least a blog or at least use your website and, and post fresh material. I mean, post pictures, post uh, things happening on your church, and then again, open up the uh, it's opportunities for people to to jump in and comment and exactly yeah. like or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, all right, so we're pretty much out of time here, uh, folks. We cover all sorts of things on this church 
Solutions podcast. Uh, Steve Lacey is the founder and the president of JSL Solutions. And uh, yes, we we do streaming video with streamingchurch.tv. And as you heard us talk about mobile apps, we have churchapplive.com. And we have uh, actually interactive website, which we don't have time to talk about today. But you were very much on the front end of this thing back in 2001, uh, right. where you created myflock.com, which was had a lot of the stuff that you see on Facebook today. Right. Uh, it was happening back in 2001. You did a great job of that. And that's still available. That product is still there and people are still using it. So uh, check it out if you can. And, but if we can add, you know, we have been doing stuff for years with churches and our whole company has got people involved in their own churches. And so we have got a lot of experience, not just in the technical realm, but in other areas as well. And if we can help you in any way, that's why we're here. And one of the ways you can contact us would be just support at streamingchurch.tv. So, Steve, thanks for spending some time with us today. It's great being here. All right. Well, I'm Phil Thompson. He's Steve Lacey. And uh, we will catch you next time. Have yourself a great day. And uh, we will talk to you soon.